Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Jonathan Rosenfeld from RosenfeldInjuryLawyers.com. Jonathan, thanks so much for joining us. No problem. Pleasure to be here. Uh, let's go. A quick legal disclaimer. Um, we are not, he, Jonathan is not giving any legal advice on this podcast. Um, he is in the state of Illinois. If you are not in the state of Illinois, please seek appropriate counsel where you are. Special shout out to uh, uh, the person who connected us in Robert Lehman. Um, all right. So Jonathan, let's go back in time a little bit. How did you get started? Why did you go to law school in the first place? Uh, great question. I have a very boring answer. Uh, my parents told me I should go to law school. Uh, and in the absence of anything really better to do, uh, I decided I would uh, follow up on their uh, suggestion. So went to law school to uh, Chicago Kent College of Law, uh, graduated from Kent, uh, really did not enjoy law school very much. But uh, you know, here I am today, but thank God law school is not really, uh, it's not really the same as practicing law. So there's quite a bit of difference. So um, anyway, that's how, that's where I am. Understood. All right. And then how did you arrive at the area of specialization you're in now? Uh, again, this was sort of a little bit of luck, uh, frankly. Um, I wound up clerking for a personal injury law firm uh, while I was in law school, very first job. And I realized very quickly that it was something I, I enjoyed doing. Um, I love the fact that you can actually help people with real problems. And I love the fact that there was a lot of entrepreneurial aspects that, uh, you know, if you were willing to work hard and hustle, um, there was tremendous opportunity. So those were things that just really resonated with me. That makes sense. And I am sure that different people have different perceptions of what you do. In your words, how would you describe what you do? Well, I think that probably the biggest misconception is, is that, you know, all lawyers are just a pile of, you know, especially personal injury or just ambulance chasers and they're out to make a quick buck and, you know, they can basically squeeze money out of, uh, out of a turnip, um, which really couldn't be further from the case. Um, the truth is, is that the days of getting money for, a client who doesn't have a, you know, substantial or, or very legitimate injury are, are really very much in the past. Um, you know, my clients today are injured in some type of accident, 
Um, typically, it's a more significant accident where, you know, they've got a broken bone, they may have had a surgery or something like that, which may derive from a auto accident may derive from a, a work related accident. Um, but my job really is to get them, you know, I, I, the one and only thing I can do for them is get them financial compensation for their injuries. Um, I can't undo what's been done, but I can hopefully provide them with some compensation to, so they can, you know, really lead a better life and take care of their families. That makes sense. What are some of the biggest mistakes people make when it comes to finding a personal injury attorney and dealing with their injury and the lawsuit? Probably the, the first mistake people make is, you know, they're really, sometimes they're, they're hesitant to get a lawyer involved. A lot of times people are like, oh, you know, this isn't, doesn't seem that complicated. You know, I, a lot of times insurance adjusters will reach out to someone after an accident, make them feel like they're, you know, they're going to get taken care of. And at the end of the day, that really doesn't happen. Um, and people sometimes contact me uh, months after an accident or something. And there's, you know, there's certainly there's things that I can do, but there's a lot of things that I, you know, if they were done immediately after an incident, uh, it would be a lot easier. So that's the number one thing. Number two thing, people think, you know, again, this is really, this has been proven time and time again, is that the cost it's so it's too expensive to hire a lawyer. You know, the lawyer is basically going to take all my money and I'm going to be left with nothing and I'm better doing it on my own. The truth is, is that a lot of studies have shown that people who get an attorney get substantially more money uh, for their injuries than people who do it on their own. Um, you know, I think there's some, there was a study out by some insurance institute which showed people got after attorney's fees about three and a half times as much money when they hire a lawyer. So those are two things that sort of I see time and time again. Um, and I would just urge people, you know, it doesn't have to be me, but if you're involved in an accident, you know, get your own representation. Um, don't try to go it on your own and don't ever, ever assume that the insurance company is really looking out for your best interest. What are, I mean, you've had some great results for clients over the years. What are some of the verdicts you're most proud of? You know, we've, we've had, we've been very fortunate in that we've helped a lot of people, you know, and really we've gotten pretty significant recoveries for, for people. I think probably the biggest, you know, uh, success story, if, if you would, would be actually one of my first cases, probably this was probably 10, 12 years ago. Um, first, you know, larger case where, uh, we, I represented a, uh, disabled man, uh, who was blind. He had some other, uh, issues and he got hit by a garbage truck and he actually wound up with really significant injuries. The garbage truck was making a right turn. He was in the crosswalk and it basically ran over his legs, uh, for horrible, horrible injuries. Um, you know, degloving multiple surgeries, inpatient, you, you know, up and down, you name it. Um, we recovered, uh, about $10 million for this man. And, you know, the number itself, you know, is impressive, but when you actually see how this person's life, um, you know, really the quality of his life, you know, really enabled him to live independently still. Um, this is someone who really was sort of on the fringe of society uh, before this happened. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, he's, he's, you know, 
you know, uh, living in the lap of luxury by any means, but this settlement for him, it enabled him to still live independently. Whereas if, you know, he did not get this kind of recovery, he would likely be institutionalized and really be in, you know, reliant uh, on the system uh, to take care of him. And he really wouldn't have any quality of life. So this is some, a person who really didn't have very much in the first place. Um, but when you, you have someone like that, you take away, you know, the most basic, you know, life, life, uh, quality of life, you know, just walking down the street. Um, that's a real significant thing. So, you know, we've had case, other cases where, you know, people have been abused, unfortunately, by, by clergy and things like that. And, you know, that we've gotten them compensation so they can get the counseling they need and really work on themselves and their family. So, you know, these are all things. And, you know, I'm, again, I'm, I'm very proud of that. Absolutely. You should be. Um, you've achieved so much success over the years. Talk about the team that you've grown. Well, I mean, we, so, you know, I'm very fortunate, you know, one of the things that I do is I, I basically have two different teams, if you will. I have the team of people that I work on the cases with, uh, lawyers, you know, support staff. Um, and I, this is, these are people that for the most part I've been working with for really the better part of 10 plus years. Um, you know, these are people who, you know, honestly, I can call them, email them, text them pretty much any time, day or night. Uh, and they're going to pick up the phone uh, and they're going to do what they need to do. If it needs to be done right away, um, you know, they're going to take care of it. They're sort of self-starters. And that's something that, you know, for me, um, I'm not a huge, I, I really don't like to micromanage people. And so I tend to work with people who are sort of self-starters and can really take things on their own. And, you know, I'll, of course, you know, there are situations where we need to collaborate on things and we do, but for the most part, um, that's a big quality that I look for in hiring people. And that's something that we've done. So that's one team. And then I've got people, another sort of group of people who work on the business development side of things. And again, those, those people are again, very similar skill set. Um, you know, we work back and forth all day, but I can give them a task and they can go sort of take it and run with it. I don't need to, to sit over them and, and uh, hold their hand. So, you know, I'm just not really, I want to give people freedom to, to do their job and do their work. Um, and I find that frankly, I work better when I've got the time uh, to work on my own and I'm not, you know, being torn 55 different directions. So I try to give those people the same respect and opportunity. I, I agree a hundred percent. You, with all the success you've achieved for your clients, you know, what's, is a business owner, what's your biggest challenge now? Well, I mean, the, there's a couple things. I mean, one is obviously it's just the competition is just, it keeps getting more intense all the time. You know, uh, people are, clients out there, they're very, they've become very sophisticated, frankly, and that can be a good thing and a bad thing. The good, the good thing is, is that by the time someone picks up the phone to contact me, they know quite a bit about their case. A lot of times, um, five, 10 years ago, people would honestly, they wouldn't know they really weren't doing the research today. People, by the time they contact me, they're really, they're pretty knowledgeable about the topic. So that's really one thing. Um, 
but there's a lot of there's a lot more competition out there um, today than there was, you know, years, years ago. Um, so that's one thing. And then, you know, just to sort of keep quality control over things, you know, it's great to grow. And I always want to grow, but I don't want to grow to the detriment of, you know, providing really quality legal representation. Um, you know, you're ultimately, you're only as good as your, your represent, your, your, you know, the quality of representation on the last case. And I never want someone to say, Hey, you know what, he was in a rush, you know, he didn't have the time to, to do this or that for me. So I'm always conscientious about that. Now, your passion is obvious. Um, what do you like best about what you're doing? There's a lot of, you know, one of the, the, probably the thing that I love most about it is that I get to, you know, really deal with real people. Um, you know, a lot of lawyers sit at a desk all day. You know, they may work for a large company or a corporation or something like that. Um, and they sit at their desk and they basically bill out their time all day in six minute increments a lot of times. And to me, that's just basically a, a hamster wheel. You know, you're just going and you're going and you're going. Um, there's no real appeal to me at that at, at all. Um, the people that I deal with, you know, they come from all walks of life, you know, you name it, I've seen it, you know, different, different races, different religious backgrounds, you know, uh, economic, you know, uh, status or whatever I've dealt with, dealt with all of them. But the thing that sort of brings them all together is they're all sort of in a situation where it's probably one of the most difficult times in their life. And I get to sort of take them from the time af after an accident through resolution, either by trial or settlement or mediation. And, you know, typically, I mean, obviously I can't undo what's been done. And a lot of these people, they do have a tremendous amount of heartache and and really, they've really lost the quality of their life, but I've really brought them through a very, very difficult situation to hopefully uh, a little bit of a better place. And I've gotten them some, at the very least, some resolution of things. Absolutely. Uh, for our folks who are watching and listening, where is the best place for them to find you? Hit, look, at, uh, look me up online, rosenfeldinjurylawyers.com. You can check out the, uh, my YouTube channel, Rosenfeld Injury Lawyers. And you can also, we've got some podcasts. You can check out the Personal Injury Podcast, but you know, feel free to feel free to reach out. All right. Well, we greatly appreciate your time. This has been Seth Green from John, uh, Seth Green with Jonathan Rosenfeld of Rosenfeld Injury Injury Lawyers. Jonathan, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. Go check out RosenfeldInjuryLawyers.com. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.